Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Parenthood Uncut, where I'm bringing you some life updates from my trip in Greece. Uh, so I'm currently in my home office, i.e. bedroom, in a small town on the south of Greece called Polythra, and that's where my mum's actually from. So we've spent a lot of years holidaying here. It's just beautiful. It's a little village and it's just adorable. So it's been really good actually for me to find an opportunity to sort of slow down. I think in my last episode I was talking about the fact that I still felt a bit wired um, and now finally I feel like I've been able to slow down. And it's interesting when your body slows down you sort of all of a sudden I'm just exhausted all the time so it's almost like I've allowed my body to fully relax I should mention to those of you who haven't listened into one of our parenthood uncut episodes before this is raw audio that I'm bringing you so you'll have to forgive me if it's not um, perfect Uh, we don't get it edited I just want to bring you some live updates and they're sort of mini episodes um, that I'm bringing you while I travel Okay, so let's get into it. Today I want to talk about would you leave your kids with a foreign babysitter? Now I feel like this is pretty controversial because I think people have strong opinions either which way. I'd like to give you a little bit of an insight into what we experienced on our trip only a few days ago. So for us, we actually came to Greece because my cousin from Melbourne was getting married here on a beautiful island called Sifnos. And um, we didn't know anyone on that island, but we did know that we would need a babysitter for the reception, for the wedding reception, bringing two toddlers who were boys who were just frenetic half the time to a reception meant that would have meant that we would not have enjoyed ourselves. I mean, we would have been running after them the whole time. They would have and being exhausted we just you know you know what it's like you just never it's never quite the same when the kids are with you so of course there was a lot of stress on both Jules my husband and my part around what the hell we're going to do with the kids particularly for the reception we ended up getting a babysitter um, and a bit about our experience so we asked around months before we came to Greece we asked out we're staying in an Airbnb we asked our Airbnb host he said there was literally no one available um, that it's a small island and I guess everyone was busy and so we were a little bit panicked about a week um, before we came to Greece the Airbnb host said that he was speaking to their neighbor and their neighbor has a 15 year old daughter who was willing to sit with the kids if we needed her so of course I was a bit skeptical oh god like a neighbor she's 15 she's basically a child do I feel comfortable leaving my toddlers with a 15 year old but look ultimately what we did was we uh, we always put the boys to sleep before we go out we're quite well versed when it comes to nannies and babysitters um, in in Melbourne we have them often when we want to sort of socialize as a couple so uh, but what we do is we always put the boys to sleep ourselves close the door night night and then we head off and the babysitter just sits downstairs and watches Netflix and just make sure that they're okay but as our little one Noah who is three is getting older he's actually understanding and getting a vibe when it's time for us to leave the house so he'll often kind of you know we can't get changed fully in our evening wear until we've put them to sleep because if he even sees me in a different top or a dressy dress he'll straight away say mum where are you going where's dad going so Um, that's been something that we were mindful of, particularly for this trip. We said, all right, well, if we're going to leave him with a complete random, how are we going to do this? Um, And we have to just pull out all the stops around, you know, the best way to prepare um, for this. So 
we decided going back to the trip we decided okay look we're happy to meet with this person who's 15 years old um, and we'll sort of meet her during the day on the first day that we arrive the first event for the wedding was that evening so we met her when I first saw her I was like oh my goodness she's such a child but then she came into the home our home um, from next door she you know read the uh, some Greek books to the boys my boys are learning Greek as well and she could only pretty much speak Greek um, and we sort of were like just sort of getting the boys used to her we kept saying oh you know yeah Penelope she's a friend you know she's we love Penelope blah 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 so, so they could sort of feel the vibe as though she was a familiar person um, I guess what got me over the line with even considering have her, having her come over at all is I felt as though I could trust the Airbnb host because I feel like that they've got a lot on the line if something goes wrong with the recommendation that they've made um, they also were it's like a super host so I felt as though I could somehow trust them I also when we arrived we saw the family next door we saw that um, we knew a bit about the dad he has a boating business out here in Sifnos and so you know we saw the dad we saw the a few cousins and they sent, they holiday in Sifnos every year so they were all sort of the fam it was a bit of a family environment next door so we thought okay at least they they're locals to the area and I feel like to some extent they gave us a bit more comfort as well um and I guess it was just like we we're going to meet her and see what our gut feel was so yeah when we met her I thought oh my goodness this is a child however she seemed so sweet and innocent I don't feel as though you know gut was telling me you, you know you can you can trust her um and I don't feel as though anything could go too wrong so we I mean it's always a risk right so we we introduced her as I said she played for about 15 minutes with the boys then she left that evening we um we didn't get ready actually we got the boys organized dinner bottles sleep put them to sleep and it's as though Noah just knew he was like nah something's up put him to sleep then we start getting ready of course he comes out of the room what's going on, where are you going? And I had sort of said to him during the day, actually, after he met Penelope, our, our babysitter, I'd said, look, if mum and dad are not here at night, it's going to be Penelope's going to be here. And she's just like, you know, and I reeled off some other babysitters that we've had in Australia. So she's just like Charlotte and Georgia and all the girls that look after you and mummy and daddy go out and have a little dinner. And, you know, mummy and daddy will always come home. And so he said, okay. So he's like, Penelope's like Georgia. I'm like, yeah, exactly the same. So no need to get scared. She's one of our friends. And if you see her at nighttime, because you wake up, you know, she'll just say, okay, you know, in Greek, which means, you know, come on, let's go to bed. And she'll do pat pat and she'll give you your water and then she'll leave the room okay so that's what that's what you will do and so I'd sort of kept saying that throughout the day after we met her um, and he sort of kind of got it so anyway so he comes out in the evening we're trying to get ready where are you going next minute Penelope Penelope comes walking through the door and I'm like damn it he's seen her now so he's going to know something's up so thankfully at that point Charlie was already sleeping my two-year-old he would be a lot harder to get over the line if he saw we had left he would have just been in tears he's not quite at the age where he gets it so we ended up saying okay Penelope Noah you can read one book together he was all excited oh yeah I don't have to go to bed and um, basically he of course a bit of an interruption now this is a live recording but uh, anyway this is uh, what it's all about when we go live and we don't edit <laughs> um, so he was all excited that he didn't have to go to sleep um, when we told him he had to go to sleep and we were going to allow him to stay up to read a book and at that point he thought Penelope was his best friend so and I also wonder because we've always had the nannies and babysitters whether 
Um, he's kind of somewhat accustomed to other people being around, so it's not such a big stress. I think families who perhaps haven't maybe exposed their children to a lot of other, um, you know, foreign people, etc., may find that a little bit of a harder transition. But for us, it was okay. So we got all ready. He's all happy on the couch, reading a book with Penelope, and off we went to the event. Thankfully, the event on the first night was literally two houses down from where we were staying. So we were staying at quite a cosmopolitan area opposite the beach. It was a little home, and literally right up next to us were all the restaurants so two shops down off we went and we enjoyed our evening but what we did do is we knew that she was young this girl we knew that Noel was up so within about half an hour of being at the venue we walked back we opened the door and Noah is still up with Penelope and I was like looks us looks at us sheepishly and I'm like didn't we say one book and bed and he's like oh okay oh but oh, I was I was talking to Penelope so he's sort of milking it for what it's worth and then I said to her in Greek okay time for him to go to bed so um, it was okay. We actually left. We came back an hour later. He he had woken up, but she was able to put him to sleep. Um, then we thought, oh, great. This is perfect. Easy, easy as transition. So we're at the bar enjoying ourselves. It's at about 11.30 at night and I have two missed calls from Penelope and I'm thinking, oh my God, what has happened? She said, and she's, I called her and she said, can you please come now? Noah's a bit upset. So I'm like, God, okay, here we go. So we walked two shops down, which was great. Five minutes were there. Um, and as we opened the door, she said, oh, it's fine. I managed to get him to sleep. So all good. So as I said, in a way, it was a great sort of training ground for what we needed because the next night was going to be a little bit more difficult, which I'll go into. So um, she met, she sort of got her mojo. Noah sort of felt comfortable and we weren't called back in and we got home at like 12.31, 1 o'clock and yeah, he'd fallen asleep. So no distress there. The next night was actually the night of the wedding. So... Um, we were a little bit more cautious because we were actually going, the reception was going to be kind of along the beach, about a 15 minute walk from where we were staying. So still walkable, but not, not next door. So if anything were to go wrong, we were a little bit more cautious around how we were going to deal with that. But anyway, all of the next day I was like, oh, you like Penelope? She's your friend. How good's Penelope? Yeah, she's like Georgia, the babysitter at home. Just kind of reiterating that message over and over. At that point um, during the day, we'd seen her out on the beach with her cousins. She's waving to us. We'd said hi to her dad. So again, this is kind of bolstering our comfort around having this random person look after our two most precious people. So um, the boys were actually in the wedding, our little boys. So, you know, it was a bit of an afternoon, a pretty full on afternoon of photos and they were little page boys. It was very sweet. So um, it's quite a, it was quite a full on experience for them um, being part of it. But we ended up um, doing the photos and everything at both home, both villas, the brides and the groomsmen, and that was fine. Um, and then we go to the church. Now the church was basically surrounded by water. Like there was only this one little path that led you to the church and the whole church was surrounded by water. So what does little Noah do as soon as we get out of the bridal car he charges for the cliff and I'm like oh my god see this is why in the evening I could not have my child with me because I could I can't be trying to dance and there's water and there's you know like it's just too hard right so anyway that gave me even more comfort that yeah I've done the right thing getting a babysitter for tonight because this is like hectic I'm not even really enjoying myself because I feel like I'm just running trying to keep my children away from the cliff face um, and trying to keep them alive at this point 
And funnily enough, we didn't even take a family photo during this wedding because I just, you know what it's like when you're with kids, it's all about them. Yeah, I was like, there's my sisters who are, um, both don't have children and they're, you know, snap, snap, snap. And I didn't even notice they were taking photos, to be honest. The next day I went, oh my goodness, we didn't even take a family photo. So it's like such a different experience where you're with children and you just want to sort of keep them comfortable and alive and not falling off a cliff face. So Anyway, the church reception happened. We all hop in a bus. They drop us back to where we were staying so we could drop the boys off. The bus continues on to the reception with the other guests. So we get home. It's probably 8 o'clock at night. The boys are pretty wired from the event. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I need them to simmer ASAP. Like, Penelope's coming soon. I need them fully asleep because I was a bit nervous again about the distance that we would be going, you know, this evening to the – that evening to the venue. So – um, anyway, so we feed them, get them in bed. It's 8.30. I'm like, great. Babysitter gets in at 9. I reckon we've got half an hour buffer to get them to sleep. Fantastic. They had obviously realised, because we were still in our wedding gear, we didn't take it off when we put them to bed. Noah realised something was up. And I'd said to him, it's fine. If we're not here, Penelope's here. So he started thinking, oh, well, if Penelope's coming, I can stay up. So guess what? I don't want to sleep. So we kept going in and out, you know, the next half an hour, trying to put them to sleep. And then eventually he just kept coming out. Then it's, you know, Penelope came. He told us to sort of hide in another room just so that he didn't see her because he would get too excited to see her and wouldn't want to go to sleep. And ultimately, we ended up staying in the house till 10.30. So two hours of in and out, in and out, in and out. The reception had started. Good thing with the Greeks, they they don't even start their main meals till like midnight. So we knew that we weren't going to miss out on too much food. But, you know, we're there like, oh my gosh, we're meant to be at this wedding like two hours ago. This is ridiculous. So eventually, we got to a point where we felt as though the boys were sleeping and off we went to the reception. We get there, the reception is surrounded by water, so there's crashing waves. It was beautiful, um, you know, crashing waves up to where the bridal table was, like just stunning. But I thought to myself, again, there is just no way I could have had my boys here. They would have run for the water. And in Greece, it's not like OHS style Australia where there's like barricades and, you know, glass, you know, screening and stuff to prevent you from falling off a cliff. It's just all open here. So <laughs> even more of a reason to, uh, yeah, keep your children, you know, within eye site or not at the venue at all so then we noticed that the flower girls so there were only two other children at the wedding and they were the flower girls they were there at the venue and I thought the two little girls and I thought to myself my god I don't know how their parents did it um later on in the evening we spoke to the parents um both girls were asleep on the chairs and we said my god how did you do that like how did you bring them and they said look we actually had a babysitter organized and then everyone's opinions got in the way. So it's actually interesting um, to divert. I put up on Instagram a question to our community around what was some of your biggest challenges traveling with toddlers? And one of the, a few comments actually came up around the same theme of people's judgments. That kills me. And I, and I so get that. So with these, this family, they were like babysitters booked. We're enjoying our evening as a couple. We don't know the babysitter, but we feel comfortable. They, come, they came recommended. That's that. And then next minute, all the family, oh, how do you know these people? Oh, what if the babysitter's this? And what if you can't trust them? And what if, and they started putting doubts in their mind, you should bring your children. You don't just leave them with a foreign person. We're in a different country. How do you know? What if something goes wrong? What are you going to do then? And eventually they ended up just succumbing to the, the feedback and just went stuff it. It's not even worth it. If we leave our children with a foreign babysitter, we're going to feel guilty all night. The whole family is going to be disgruntled. So we're just going to bring them. I also wonder if there's a difference between girls and boys. So these girls were nowhere near as hyper as our 
boys during the day. Like, you know what boys are like? They just, you just can't keep them still. Whereas the girls can kind of sit and color in and they're a little bit more tame. So, you know, that was probably to their advantage as well. Um, but yeah, they, so they brought them with them. Um, and on that judgment piece, I mean, I've felt that a few times throughout the trip. Like, you know, we'll be waiting for a boat. There's water everywhere. I'm sitting there going, I need to keep my kids still. Um, so they've got the iPads on, at, you know, at the boat te- t- terminal. And then you can just, and they're sitting there like glued to their screens. It's the only way I can keep them quiet while we wait for the boat to arrive. And you can sort of just see the glances. And maybe I'm just overthinking it, but I'm sort of like, yeah, mate, what are you looking at? Like, yeah, they're on the iPads. You try to tame a two and three year old and try to keep them alive in this environment. Like, you know, so yeah, it's just interesting that judgment piece. I certainly have felt as, as well during our trip. But um, ultimately, so at the reception, everything was going well. I was like, yes, freedom. We're dancing. We're having a great time. Then there are four missed calls on my phone that I hadn't noticed. And I was like, far out. Here we go. So pick up the phone, thankfully, because it was probably about a 20 minute gap from the last missed call to when I realized, um, I was, Penelope was on the other line saying, it's okay. Noah at one point woke up pretty hysterical and he wanted you, but all good. I managed to get him back to sleep. And I was like, oh, thank God. That's what I wanted to hear. And then soon after Jules ended up going home anyway, and I wasn't far off from him. Um, and yeah, it was all okay. So, and what was actually interesting was the following night, it's almost like because we had been out two nights in a row, Noah really struggled to fall asleep because he kept getting up being like, are you still here? Are you still here? Not that he was like traumatized by the experience at all, but I think from his perspective, it was, well, if you're not here, then I want to stay up, you know? So, um, it was interesting. So look, that was our experience with the babysitter. Um, she was, she was great. And I guess, yes, it is a risk. Absolutely. But there is no way we could have had the enjoyable time that we did at the reception where we finally slowed down after a, a day of feeling super heightened and making sure our kids weren't falling off cliffs and all the other things that come with parenting. Um, it was really nice to be able to just slow down and be a couple for a couple of hours, just the two of us, and have some level of comfort that, yeah, okay, we've known our babysitter for like 24 hours, but I feel like there's enough signs there that are going to make us feel comfortable with the idea of leaving our children with her. So look, everyone's different. As I said, the other couple from the um, wedding chose opted out on the on you know on having a babysitter. Would we do it again? You know, look, circumstantial. I think um, it used to be a lot easier. We've done another Europe trip where Noah was seven months old. It was actually for our wedding and we had like a three-day party. It was much easier when he was a baby because he didn't get it. So we put him to sleep, closed the door. If he did wake up, you know, babysitter just put a little bottle in his mouth and he fell back asleep. So I have to say it probably is a little bit more challenging with toddlers because they get it. But familiarizing them with the person that you're going to leave with is absolute key. Um, The other thing I remember seeing in Sifnos as well, I feel like it was quite an affluent island um, and you'd see a lot of foreign families with the au pairs or the nannies with them. And I was like, damn you, that is such an excellent idea (laughs) because the parents are just like chilling on the beach and the au pairs like running after the toddler. And I'm like, oh God, that is the life better. (laughs) So, you know, options if you can afford and if that's your vibe we didn't have the opportunity to to have someone with us 24 7 although we are very fortunate that we are traveling in some instances with families so they're able to sort of give us a bit of reprieve as well so that's another option if you are considering traveling and you want to have a little bit of couple time as well perhaps bringing a family member along with you or your parents or your sisters or whatever brothers um 
so that you can have a few moments together if you don't want to opt for the babysitter front. So that's basically our experience to date when it comes to babysitters. I'd be super keen to hear what your thoughts are as well. So I'll, I'll throw something out on Instagram on our stories. Um, yeah, just get your opinions as to you know what you have experienced too. In the meantime, um, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave us a review. The more people that hear about the pod, the, the more we grow. Also feel free to share this with a friend if you feel it might support them too. Until next time.